Hello everybody, welcome back to that Tech Enthusiast Shorts. Uh, these are just small episodes where I talk about one topic for the entire episode. And today I'm going to be talking about copper. I wasn't on YouTube at the time when copper was a big thing, so I didn't, I like couldn't get to make a video about copper when it was kind of all happening. So I'm going to talk about it from basically everything that's happened after then as well, hopefully. So, uh, but before I start, I just want to say I'm not a lawyer, or, an ed- or I haven't studied the law or anything like that, and I just probably have the knowledge of a law, I have like the same amount of knowledge of the law as like most people. Alright, so let's start off with what actually is copper. So you might have heard it being called copper. I call it copper because I think it just sounds better, Uh, C-O-P-P-A, and it stands for Child Online Privacy Protection Act, and it's enforced by the FTC, and I can't remember what the FTC stands for, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, It's to do, it's only, right now, it's only in the US, and I'm going to be talking about why that's kind of a problem for YouTube and why the way that YouTube have been the way that YouTube have been dealing with it why that's a problem because this is only a US law um, and also how does it affect my channel the problems I think it has and how these problems could be improved and just the law be well not really the law just the way it's been put onto YouTube in general, how that could be solved. So, let's start with how does it affect my channel, because that's pretty quick. Actually, no. Let's let's talk about what is copper. So I told you what it stood for, and I told you it's enforced by the FTC, and it is the US only. Now that means that in theory, they can't find people outside the US. But again, I hopefully will talk about that in a bit. Um, and it basically just stops websites from collecting data on children. And I think I've just got a bird in my recording. I think there was a bird just squawking outside that's just... Why do I always get interrupted when I'm doing this? It's like, be quiet. Um, oh, that's really thrown me off track now. So, the problems I think have is it's not obvious what is child directed is in like content that youtubers make is not obvious because the way it's being implemented onto youtube is that um content creators have to mark their videos as either um directed made for kids or not made for kids or they can just do their whole channel if like their entire channel is for kids. The problem is, is that is not really that specific. It doesn't say what kids are. I think it's in like on YouTube they defined kid as under twelve, I think. And it's just because I don't really think like there are some channels which are made directly for kids obviously but then there are also some that are made for just people in general like adults or kids 
can watch them. It's like, you know, not really, not really for kids, but not, not for kids either. Like it's appropriate for kids if they wanted to watch it, but maybe not every kid would want to watch it. Or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, the other problem is it removes certain features that allows channel to grow and make money. And so things like you can't get uh, ads, you can't be put on recommended, which is recommended is how your channel grows. You know, because people that are already subscribed, they're going to get it pop up on their subscriptions page. But the recommended page is how your channel grows. And so that's kind of important for most content creators. And um, also, channels are going to be fined by the FTC for not following this. Well, as far as I know that the channels are fined, um, even though the YouTube channels aren't the people that are collecting the data, and actually it's YouTube that's collecting the data. Now that's unfair on channels, because we don't have channels, YouTube channels, do not have a choice as to whether um, as to whether data can be collected on kids or not. All we have right now to say is whether our content is made for kids or not made for kids. For most people, especially like a really good example of this is gaming. Most gaming, um, most gaming channels or videos could be directed for kids or adults and so let's say for, let's use fortnite as an example fortnite is rated as a 12 or is it no i'm pretty sure it's rated as a 12 possibly a 16 but kids that are younger than 12 are playing it and watching it watching content on it on youtube yeah, it is 12. Now, because this is... The, Fortnite is not made for kids. It's made for 12-year-olds. And YouTube defines a kid as someone under 12. So, in theory, if you're making a video that's for, for, that, that is about Fortnite, then kids aren't supposed to watch it because Fortnite is under... Fortnite is over the age rating of... 12, if that makes sense. So, I would say that if you're making a video on, if you're making a video on a game that's over the age rating of 12, then you should probably mark your content as not made for kids, because the game can't be played by the kids themselves, can it? So, but kids are still watching those videos about the about Fortnite. I'm just going to use Fortnite as an example cuz yeah, why not? But if there are kids watching um that game, then th it's just hard because the FTC will find YouTube because Content creators have marked it as not made for kids because the game that they're playing isn't made for kids. But then kids are watching it. So that's just not 
that's just, there's just a problem with it and really it's youtube just need to make sure that videos that shouldn't be for kids aren't watched by kids because well at the end of the day a a, a kid could still watch a video not made for kids so that hasn't really helped in any way has it one um solution that i've seen to this quite a lot is that you just mark users as kids which is kind of already a thing but you can lie about your age to have a google account i'm pretty sure you have to be over the age of 13. I know to have a YouTube channel, you have to be over the age of 13. So, you know. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for the problems I think it has. But for... There's another solution, I think. A better solution. To how these problems can be th fixed. So it's kind of got two ways... Well, it's I guess it's kind of two separate solutions but they both involve the YouTube Kids app. The YouTube Kids app was not a massive success as far as I know, and as far as I've heard about it, it's not that good. But it's obviously designed for kids uh, to use YouTube Kids. You know, it's literally in the name. So what YouTube need to do is they need to improve YouTube Kids. Now, I thought one way that they could improve it is they YouTube themselves, which as far as I know is what they already do, add content that kids watch onto YouTube Kids. And then that part already happens, I think. I don't think content creators manually add their content to YouTube Kids. So that bit stays as it is, except for they add more content that kids actually watch, because I think one of the reasons it's so bad is because it's content that kids don't want, don't uh, watch, and that's why certain people uh, dislike it. But if they just add on content that kids actually do watch, then don't track, just don't give recommendations or anything for YouTube for the all the users that use YouTube Kids, because it's designed for YouTube Kids, you know, it's for kids. Now that is, that's not really my, my favourite solution, okay? Make YouTube and YouTube Kids separate. Basically, just make it so that content creators can either upload their content to YouTube or YouTube Kids, or both, and then don't track the data or yeah don't collect data on the people that watch it on YouTube kids but then still keep all of the all of the all of the uh, things that you get on YouTube so things like because I'm not sure if I mentioned it but if you mark your if you mark your content as not made for kids then you will lose certain things that basically allows you to make a living on YouTube And you kind of have to spend a bit of money to make a YouTube channel anyway. Well, not to make it, not to literally create a YouTube channel, but to to uh, operate, I guess you could say, that YouTube channel. You know, like you might need to get money for a mic. 
and I, I use that out of my own pocket money to get the microphone I'm using. And so they, how, I just don't see how family friendly content, how content for kids is going to be able to survive on YouTube unless those content creators have another job. But then if they have another job, then their child friendly content won't be as good because they'll have to put focus into their channel and into their job. Whereas if their job was the channel, then that, that wouldn't happen. Um, in theory, they'd have more time to work on the channel. So, cause, so they lose recommendations, which is how your channel grows. I've already talked about that. A really pointless feature is mini player. So I use it all the time when I'm on my phone. And I guess if you're an iPhone user, you might not do it as much, but because on Android, we have like the back button. So when I want to, when I'm watching a video and I'm like, actually, I kind of don't want to watch this video, I press the back button and it just goes down into the bottom of my screen and that's called mini player. Or if you're on keyboard, then you can press I. I can then search for, still use YouTube, just have that video there whilst I'm finding another video. That does not exist if you have got, if you're, if you've marked your content as not made for kids. And obviously that feature, that feature being lost itself isn't going to, it isn't going to uh, stop a channel from growing. It's kind of just annoying for the user to be honest and I don't completely understand why it's been removed. Like, why has it been removed? I don't know. Another problem with it, which I think I briefly mentioned at the start, is that channels are fined, even though channels aren't the ones collecting the data. But, obviously, this is a, just for now, this law is only in the US. So what happens if your channel is operated and owned by someone that's not in the US? In theory, the FTC aren't allowed to find you, which means, because, you know, this law doesn't exactly, it isn't exactly for people not in the US. So that's also an interesting thing, because what happens if you're in the UK and you just mark all your content as not made for kids, even though it's really obviously made for kids? The FTC, in theory, can't fine you for it. So yeah, it's just kind of a strange topic, and that's why I wanted to talk about it today. Um, Alright, and also, just real quickly, um, I've been trying to improve... I've been trying to improve audio quality, and a part of that, I am testing out just p plugging in earphones into my microphone and then I'm now getting instant playback because one of the reasons why some of my uh, other episodes have been not the best quality is because they've been recorded really quietly and some of them have been recordedly uh, what uh, recorded quietly by accident and then some of them is just because I don't know really how far to go away from the mic and then in editing, I've just turned up the volume. Now, I've lost a lot of quality doing that. 
So I'm testing out using just plugging in earphones into my microphone, like I said, and then I just get instant playback. So hopefully this one is going to be more better quality. I'm also going to go now and record a main episode. So hopefully that will be better quality. Um, and I'll see you all hopefully later. Stay safe, wash your hands. And yeah, bye.